You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Feel like I'm uh, running in sand today, working my five jobs. But you know, welcome it's, to the fifth job. Welcome days. me to my fifth job, which is this. <laughs> it's rare these days that you and I actually do like a whole podcast together, but we're going to try and do that today. So, uh, hey, good to hear Go from you it. again, my friend. Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still among the living. That's a positive. Uh, let me tell you somebody else who's living, and that's Julio Jones. Julio oh, Jones. Yeah. It looks like he will be traded. Um, right now, he has not been traded. I don't think he'll be traded till June 1st. A lot of salary cap stuff I don't understand. But I um, thought it was funny yesterday. Uh, I'm sure you saw it. He was on Undisputed or Ill-Disputed or Completely Disputed or whatever that shit show that Skip Bayless is on that's just awful. Um, I do like Shannon Sharp a lot. But I feel like Shannon Sharp is the kind of guy that said, look, this show is crap. You know it's crap. I know it's crap. Give me $72 million a show and I'll do it. And I think they did it. <laughs> I think that's the only way this works. Shannon Sharp's a pretty on-point dude. And um, Skip Bayless, meanwhile, is not. Although I will say Skip Bayless is also stinking rich. And here I am uh, make it, working as many jobs as you are. So maybe we're the dumbasses. Regardless, um, on the show, apparently, uh, Sharp called uh, Julio Jones uh, yep. live. Now, live. Did Julio know? Did Julio know the call was coming? Did he know he was on air? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. Right now, that's yet to be has yet to be determined. But Julio basically said he's out of Atlanta, which we all kind of knew. But it also sparked another interesting talk. We can talk about possible landing spots for Julio Jones. That's that's always fun. But, you know, I think it brings up a legitimate question. Is Julio Jones the greatest Atlanta Falcon ever? I think that's a legit question. It's so cool that it's a legit – even if the answer is no, how cool is it that it's a legit question? I mean, because it is. I mean, if you say he's not, then who is? How many Falcons are there in, in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? There, there can't be too many. Now, uh, gosh, I'm gonna, I sound like a horrible podcaster not being able to come up with this guy's name, but in the 80s, the Falcons had some old man offensive lineman that played into his mid-40s. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that guy's in the Hall Jeff of Fame. Jeff Van Noot. That that's got to be it. That's got to be it. Uh I know he, that guy's got to be in the Hall of Fame. And, you know, the Falcons have had, you know, Deion Sanders was probably at the height of his talents when, when, when he played for Atlanta. Um, that He would have to be up there. Andre Risen was also another fantastic Falcon. Um, and, and they've had some dude, you know, when I was a kid, and I loved the Falcons when I was a kid. I mean, Steve Barkowski was one of my favorite quarterbacks, but I don't even think he's in the Hall of Fame. He was just the Falcons quarterback, William Andrews of Auburn, also another uh, big-time Falcon. But I, I think the answer is Julio. I, I really do. Now, of course, I can be super biased, but I think it's Julio. And that's what's amazing is, Luke, because of the salary cap 
and Julio's demand to be traded and the fact the Falcons are in rebuild mode and, and they're really screwed with the cap. Julio, the greatest Falcon of all time, or arguably the greatest Falcon of all time, may end up being traded for like a third round pick. And yeah. that's the economic reality of, of where we're at today in football, just simply because Julio don't want to be there. The Falcons want to do what Julio would like. And at the same time, it would help the Falcons immeasurably to clear the Julio money off their books as they rebuild. But there's only three or four teams in the league that can afford to fit Julio in under the cap. And in since they know they don't have to bid against the rest of the league, they can just say, yeah, we'll take him for a third yeah. round pick. And, 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 and the Falcons and, and, just, they're stuck with it. And you're yeah, right. What choice do and, they have? And also, I just looked it up. Jeff Van Note is not in the Hall of Fame. Um, he's in the Georgia Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, he, let's see, I'm trying to see where he is. He played at Kentucky. I forgot. He was a running back at Kentucky for a little bit. That's Unbelievable. wild. Unbelievable. But anyway. I may be thinking of someone else. Can you Google, if you're, if you're standing in front of a Google machine, can you Google Atlanta Falcons offensive lineman pro football Hall of Fame? Uh, yeah, I'm doing it right now. Um, but I, I think you're thinking of him because I think it was Jeff Van Note that he broke his hand or something. It's the first time I'd ever seen this. And it was he in the 80s. A, it was a guy in the 80s with, that that looked like an old man even in the 80s. Yeah, but he played with a cast that um, that looked like something out of – you know, Minecraft or World yeah. of Warcraft, where it's like, and it had this giant ball on the end where his hand was, and all it missed was having like spikes come out of it. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> um, but, but okay, so I, I'm Googled it, and I'm not getting anything. Uh, okay, I'm really not getting team greats. I, I mean, the the Falcons just aren't loaded down with a rich no. history. You know, that's um, right. Excuse me. All right, here. It's got to be Jeff Van Note you're thinking of. He was a center. Is there um, somebody called Norm Van Brocklin? Who the hell is that? Yeah, but I don't think he must not have played for the Falcons. Okay. But hey, this is who's the team greats for the Falcons. I guess this is their ring of fame or whatever. Um, William Andrews, Steve Barkowski, who is yeah. that's that's legit. Tommy Nubis, who I've never heard of. Jesse Tuggle, who, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, really he good was, he was a good player, but, I mean, he's not the best player in Falcons history. Jeff Van Note, Mike Ken, that can't be who you're thinking of. Mike who? He was a tackle. Mike Ken. That's not who I'm K-E. thinking of. Yeah. Claude Humphrey, Gerald Riggs. Gerald Riggs. Good and then – and Deion Sanders. But, you know, and and really, I guess Mike Vick's not in there because of all the dog fighting uh, shit. Yeah. But, Mike – but listen, Mike Vick is probably – known as much for being an eagle as he is a falcon um and secondly you know you talk about Deion sanders being on this list there's no doubt more people remember Deion sanders as a cowboy than they do a falcon now i'm with you i think Deion's greatest individual moments were as a falcon I mean, when he like when that he bobbled a punt, I think against the Rams, and still returned it for a touchdown. I mean, he was ridiculous with the Falcons, but he didn't have as much team success. You know, he obviously won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys and with the 49ers, I believe. So I think what I'm saying is, like, even their team greats, 
we're really even better on other teams. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. um, I, you know, I could make a very legit case that if it's not Julio, it's Matt Ryan. Um, I was just about. I was just about to say, uh, like, you know, the one guy we haven't talked about is probably the guy that, I mean, Matt Ryan was an NFL MVP, and the Falcons hadn't had many of those as we just went over that list. There haven't been a lot of NFL MVPs from the Falcons, but Matt Ryan was one, and he was a high draft pick and who lived up to this, the worthy selection. He lived up to that. And, and I still say it's Julio because Julio has to be on the short list, really, of uh, the greatest receivers of his era, uh, one of the greatest receivers of all time. And to me, the answer, Luke, is Julio, Dion, or Matt Ryan. It, it's one of those three. And I say Dion because even though Dion was famous as a Cowboy and as a 49er, I think Dion is the greatest cornerback that ever played NFL football. And I, therefore, I have to include Dion. But, uh, the fact that Julio is such a prominent part of this discussion is amazing. He will be in the Hall of Fame as soon as he's eligible. And uh, and since he's going to play for somebody else, I hope he goes to a winner or I hope he goes to a team that puts him over the top. It appears to me that the two leading contenders are the Patriots. Don't, don't the say it. Don't say it. Don't say it yet because we're going to do that next segment. Don't say it gotcha. yet. Um, all right. I want to tell everybody about a new sponsor, Lucy. I talked about this the other day. Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck. There have been a lot of them that suck. This one doesn't suck. It's been researched and developed for three years to be made for people, not patients. Lucy has created nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three delicious flavors, wintergreen, cinnamon, cinnamon, and pomegranate. Lucy also has four lozenges with four milligrams of nicotine that come in three flavors, cherry ice, citrus, and mint. Lucy lozenges and gums are FSA and HSA eligible, so you can use your FSA cards to purchase Lucy now. It's convenient and discreet. The products can be enjoyed anywhere, on flight, at work, on the go, or even in the gym, whatever you want. It's 2021. Get rid of those damn cigarettes, y'all. Have, have you not Have you not heard about cigarettes? They're not good for you, dude. Unplug that vape. You don't need that vape. Throw out your dip. That gives you like all kind of cancers around your mouth. And get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple. You don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down pat. Go to lucy.co, lucy.co. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. This product does contain nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy.co, go there now and be sure to use that promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. LOCKEDONCOLLEGE is your promo code at lucy.co. Also, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. BuiltBar.com. These things are absolutely delicious. You love them. I love them. Jimmy loves them. Everybody loves them. You can't beat them. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off that order. All these delicious treats they have. Unbelievable lineup. A multitude of flavors. Uh, all covered in chocolate or white chocolate, all delicious, can be a meal substitute or just a good dessert if you're down for that. Look, I've always said you can maintain weight or lose weight 
Um, either way you want to go, I guess if you want to build, as I said earlier, if you want to gain weight, I guess you can eat a bunch of them, see what happens. But you know what? I eat a bunch of them and I've been maintaining or losing weight. I love these built bars. They're so good. Use promo code locked 15, locked 15 at builtbar.com. We'll get you 15% off that order. We love these things. You will love them too. Go to builtbar.com ASAP. All right, Jimmy. So yeah, uh, we talked about Julio Jones. Um, what are some potential landing spots? Um, where would you like to see him go? You mentioned the two favorites. Who have you heard the most? Uh, I've heard the Titans. I've heard the Patriots. I've heard the 49ers. I've heard the Cardinals. But after listening, really, what you need to pay attention to isn't the, ooh, where would he be a good fit? Who needs a receiver? Look, players that are paid the amount of money Julio is paid are not traded in the summer. It's highly unusual. He has to fit into the cap. Someone has to have cap space. The Jaguars, for instance, have cap space. The Patriots and the Titans do. Even though a lot of people out there might say, you know what makes a lot of sense? The Packers. You give Aaron Rodgers Julio, he's happy, and the Packers immediately become the NFC favorite. But the Packers do not have $15 million under the salary cap. They don't have the room to do it. It's 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 like we talk about with the numbers in Alabama all the time about adding names out of the portal. You have to have the room, and and the Packers don't have that as of now. Now, who knows what the hell tricks they can pull to kind of make it happen, and, and maybe that does happen, but who has room and who needs a receiver? The Patriots, the Titans. Um, they 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 both have room, they both need a receiver, and both probably feel like if they get a big-time outside playmaker, they can not only make the playoffs, but make some noise in the playoffs. So today I would say look at the Patriots and the Titans, possibly the 49ers and Jaguars, because they have the room. The team that makes all the sense in the world is the Packers, but I don't know that they can pull it off within the confines of the NFL salary cap. Why can't anybody ever agree on how we should say Jaguars? You just said Jaguars. And when you hear the commercial, they go Jaguar. And it's just oh, Jaguars. I, I say I try right? to say Jaguars. I try to pronounce it J-A-G Wars, like W-A-R-S, like multiple wars, the world <laughs> wars. I, I try to say it that way. But I, the pronunciation I don't like is Jaguar. People say, you know, it's some funny. people say Jaguar, and uh, I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. My, my wife and her mom both say, are you going to wash your clothes? Oh, like, yeah. No, I'm going to wash them. I'm not going to. Yeah. There's no R. There's not even a silent R where you could say, this R is so silent, it's not there. That's, there's, no, there's no tricky uh, German little double dotted thing above the S or nothing. You know, leave the R out of it, but they can't. I mean, they just grew up with it. Also, another funny story that this is true. Uh, my wife and uh, my wife's brother, they grew up with their mother. Obviously, that's how this works. Uh, society works. But um, their mom uh, grew up saying, calling uh, Parmesan cheese Parmesian. I don't know why. I don't know why nobody ever stopped her. But my my wife, when she was younger, and her brother, who was a very smart dude who went to Indian Springs with me, a lot smarter than me. He's a lawyer in Birmingham now, kicking ass. And here I am working job number five. But uh, they both <laughs> went to college 
And when they went to college in separate incident incidences or incidents, I don't know. It doesn't make a shit. Um, they said, they said while they were at a dinner table with other people eating pasta, would you pass the Parmesan? And in both instances, somebody said, what the hell are you talking about? And he said, I'm talking about that damn Parmesan cheese down there at the end of the table I need. And they Parmesian. said, and they said, oh shit. I, you know, it's like learning that Santa Claus isn't real. I mean, you just, it blew their minds. They were like, oh my God, this is crazy. And so they had to go home and they told each other the story. They were like, I can't believe this happened to me. Oh my God, it happened to you. And so then they had to tell their mother. And now, just like because Animal House taught me to say the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor and I can't get that out of my head, I can't stop saying Parmesan cheese when I go somewhere and people think I'm a dumbass, even though I'm not. <laughs> so, uh, anywho, uh, I don't mean to mispronounce. I think I know how to pronounce the common words. I believe I do, but the problem <laughs> is that I'm old, and now what I intend to say doesn't always come out the way I intend it to. But hey, it doesn't even. Uh, so that's my. It doesn't even come out of the right hole sometimes. <laughs> no, when, no, when you're old, you can't trust the poot, Jimmy. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Hey, uh, I can't I can't tell the, the, the complete story because the word is too bad. But uh, my, my great aunt, who is actually a, a poet laureate for the state of Alabama, uh, the sweet, sweet old lady, uh, again, really talented poet. I never knew her to curse. I, I never even though she knows all these words and says all these words uh, and, and literally like reads the dictionary for fun or she did. She passed back in the 90s. But uh, she. uh she, I never heard her say damn or hell. Uh, I mean, this woman never cursed. And then, uh, you know, when she was getting up in age, uh, you know, in, in the early 90s, I heard her telling my mom when she was talking about her various ailments. And my mom said, I don't know how you do it. And she said, well, getting old's not for wusses. But she didn't say wuss. She referred to, oh. <laughs> to a, 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 a horrible word for a female body part. And uh, I overheard her say it. And I'm like, I've never heard this woman say hell or damn. Even heck was going far for her. But I've never forgot her say that, that getting old's not for wusses. And uh, now that I'm getting old, I think about my my sweet aunt saying that all the time because she was right. It takes a tough person to get old. Jimmy, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. Go there now. ASAP. Right now. Not kidding around. Go to betonline.ag. Put the podcast on hold and go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. 50% welcome bonus, man. I mean, that's like you're sitting there and somebody says, uh, hey, you have $100? Oh, you're like, why do you ask? Oh, because I'm going to give you another 50. And you're like, oh my God, the only catch is you just got to play a little bit. Okay. I don't mind doing that because I can even double my money then or triple it or quadruple it. Doesn't matter. BetOnline.ag is where you want to go to do all this. Do uh, You can play poker. You can play roulette. You can play blackjack. You can bet on reality TV. Reality TV at BetOnline.ag. You can bet on college football futures or the MLB or NBA playoffs. They play one game every four and a half weeks, the NBA playoffs do. And so there will be plenty of time to bet on all the NBA playoffs you want to bet on. Bet on whatever you want at betonline.ag is so much fun. Easy to pay in, even easier to get paid at betonline.ag. Use that promo code locked on for a 50% welcome bonus. Also want to tell everybody about Kaleidoscope Media. Look, 
K-A-L-Media.com. K-A-L-Media.com. Michael and Cassie Moore down there in Baldwin County, Alabama. Great people. Shout out Baldwin County. Uh, they are two of the best folks in the fastest growing area, fastest growing county in the state of Alabama. They want to help you with that home remodel, with that kitchen redo, uh, making your bathroom up to date, or just building a new bathroom or a new bedroom or a new house. They can do it all. Kaleidoscope Media, K-A-L-Media.com. And if that wasn't enough to just tempt you, to just make you think, you know what? I got some extra money in my house right now. Home values are going up and I even want to make it go up even further. But I'm on the fence about this Kaleidoscope Media. Let me tell you a little bit about Michael Moore. He spent two tours of duty in Iraq uh, for our great country because he's a great American, literally. And then he, he was decorated and he comes home and he's like, I just want to help people with their home. And his wife's like, I do too. What a great thing. What a, what a great reason for us to still be married. So they're still married and they're doing stuff together all the time. They want to help you. Michael and Cassie Moore, kal-media.com, kal-media.com, Kaleidoscope Media is the place to go for all your home remodel or new home needs. All right, Jimmy, um, you know, really quickly, I'm kind of hoping this will never happen, but I think it would be pretty cool if Julio Jones ended up in Miami. And and you want to talk about just uh, Tua Tungvaluwa, Having Julio Jones and Jalen Waddle, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's just out of bounds. That's not fair to the rest of the league. But I do go back to what you said about him going to Green Bay, and I was thinking, okay, Aaron Rodgers with Julio Jones and Devontae Adams, nobody's stopping them. You can put – you no. could literally put – They would win the Super A running back out there who's never played – they could win the NBA championship. They'd be so good. <laughs> They'd, I mean, I would. I would – I'm I'm thinking of considering picking them to win the Super Bowl anyway with a pissed off Aaron Rodgers leading the way. But no, if you add Julio to the Packers, they'd they'd win the Super Bowl. I just don't know how. I mean, as it was explained by a capologist last night on NFL Network, I I don't know how. A couple of cool notes about Waddle. Some of you listening may have read this or seen this. Others have not, but I think it's amazing. Uh, The Jaguar, Jacksonville Jaguars. See how I said that? Jaguars. Um, they yeah, made a mistake. They, their team was putting out a cool video about how they ended up drafting Travis Etienne and how excited they were that he was available because they, they rated him really highly. And when they did, most of the time when a team's draft board is, is being shown on camera, they blur it out. And, and the Jaguars failed to do that. And people picked up on it. And it was seen that Jalen Waddle was given the exact same draft grade as Trevor Lawrence. They had Waddle uh, in their grading system as an 8.0, which is was the same exact grade they had given to Trevor Lawrence at an 8.0. So what a compliment to Waddle that the Jags would grade him that highly. Uh, and then secondly, another good Waddle note, it's silly and it's early and the teams aren't even wearing pads and the whole team's not even there, but experienced Dolphins beat writers were reporting at their mini camp that basically in the voluntary practices that are going, not mini camp, in the voluntary practices going on right now that uh, Waddle is really running with the first team. And that shouldn't shock any, shouldn't really shock anyone, but it's still fun to read. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, what, 
Waddle's just so damn good. I mean, he really is. And it leave it to the Jaguars to do something like forget to blur out. I can see the Jaguars getting their hype video ready for the first game, and they they leave like an open playbook on the video screen. Like I, I for- they script the first 15 plays, you know? I forget the number, so- Luke, but I forget the number they had next to him. But it was also clear from the article that I read, and, and again, I, I apologize that I can't remember all this, but – Zach Wilson's grade from the Jaguars was so low that it was apparent it was never a discussion with them, Trevor versus Zach. And it was, even though the grade wasn't seen, obviously the Jaguars had Trey Lance or even Justin Fields or Mack graded higher than they had Zach. So that that was interesting as well. Well, I mean this in the most respectful way I could possibly mean it. I can only assume the Jaguars did not see Zach Wilson's mama who she he might be Trevor Lawrence was an eight, but her she is a ten. I yeah. don't care what kind he has of a solid mom. He, she he is has a, a solid mom. Zach Zach, uh, who's a great quarterback and a good looking kid in his own right. Uh, Zach has a good looking mom, good looking sisters, and a good looking fiance girlfriend. I mean, he's he's like Hugh Hefner. He he's surrounded by by playmates wherever he goes, and most of them are in his family. But uh, I like Zach, by the way, as a player, and uh, I, I hope that he doesn't suffer the same fate as Sam Darnold, who, who also thinks pretty good. But you wouldn't know it watching him play with the Jets. And I worry three years from now we're going to be saying the same thing about Zach Wilson when people say, I can't believe he was the number two pick in the draft. And I'm like, how the hell do you know if he's good or not? He doesn't have anybody you know around him. It's the Bo Nicks. I mean, I hate, I hate defending, sound like I'm defending the Auburn guy on the show, but I know Bo has struggled, but what the hell is he supposed to do? He's playing behind one of the worst offensive lines in the whole SEC. His best receivers were Seth Williams and Anthony Schwartz. Where did they go in the draft? You know, uh, and I realized that they were draftable players, but we're talking about the SEC and, and with no offensive line. The best offensive player at Auburn last year was a, a 18-year-old running back. So I, I realized Bo struggles. And I realized that his numbers aren't great and, and, and all this. And I get it. And I'm not telling anybody that he's Zach Wilson. I'm just saying that it's the Sam Darnold problem in New York, and I'm afraid it'll be the Zach Wilson problem. I mean, a quarterback, he can lift the play around him, but there's only so much you can do. If Aaron Rodgers plays for Detroit this season, they're not making the playoffs. So, anyway, there's my, my rant for the day. Um, yeah, I get it. But what I was going to say was, you said uh, it, Zach Wilson surrounded by playmates, most of them are in his family. That's that sounds like hell to me. That, you know, that'd be the trick the devil would pull on you if you go. I'm going to grant you, you know, like a gin. You know, they always have a grant you a wish, wish with a, like a, a trick to it. Say, what would you like? I'd like to be surrounded by playmates. Done. Yeah, but all these are my sisters and cousins. You didn't be specific. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> all right, so, all right, Jimmy, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, when they roll tide in Hoover, by the way, great win uh, as we record, yeah. big time win in the first round over South Carolina. That's an NCAA. Alabama may not make the NCAA tournament, but they beat the hell out of an NCAA tournament team in in round one, and uh, that's great. And I'm sure the real deal, Dylan Smith will pitch tomorrow against a fantastic Tennessee team. Uh, tomorrow, and I think if Dylan and Alabama beat Tennessee, now you got a good case for inclusion. 
So that's how big tomorrow is. All right, buddy. Roll tide. Roll tide.